I'm ready to rock and roll, my guy. All right, dude. Dude, fuck. Your son is getting in the way of our success. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if, I knew, if I knew being a parent was going to infringe on this, I never would have invited you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never would have agreed to do this. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. But hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Just well, kidding. I guess we'll get into it. Let's get this party started, my guys. Welcome to another episode of Comics and Chronic. I am one of your hosts, Jake F.H. As always, I am joined by the very talented and funny guys, Anthony Iannaccio and Cody Wallaka Cannon. What is up, you guys? Hey. What up? What up? Uh, this whole month is a special month because we're going to be doing a... a a special thing for the series since it's Black History Month, we will be focusing a lot on black characters as well as some black creators uh, throughout comics. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. And I also want to talk about ones that aren't like, have you guys read Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like Ezekiel. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he's a cool character and I feel like he should get more. I was just going to say, I didn't finish Walking Dead, but I got through like a good healthy chunk of it. Nice, dude. Walking Dead actually ended on an awesome note. I thought it was one of the uh, unexpectedly too. It just kind of yeah. ended. No one knew that was going to be the last issue, dude. Me too. Like when I saw that, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is like like he's ending it." That's crazy. It blew my mind that he did it. Who's that? Rob? Yeah, seriously. Rob Kirkman. Shout out to Rob Robert Kirkman. Kirkman. Yeah, shout out to him. Uh, Bobby but, Kirk. Bobby Kirk. Captain Kirk <laughs> up in this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, today I think we're going to focus on uh, a very important character to pop culture as well as comics. The Black Panther. Woo! Yeah, very cool. Who was yeah, King T'Challa. See, yeah. now, as a Jew, when you eat challah, it's also spelled like that. So I'm wondering, is it, is it actually King T'Challa, or are we just a bunch of gringos that are pronouncing <laughs> <laughs> that are pronouncing it incorrectly? I mean, Jack Kirby created uh, Black Panther, right? So mm-hmm. I guess that that tracks. Yeah, that does track. Uh, Black Panther was he debuted in 1966 in the issue of Fantastic Four. He didn't get his own series until 1973. Nice. That's crazy because in the Fantastic Four issue, like he breaks in, no problem. Like no one can break into the back. Well, I guess everyone eventually breaks into the Baxter Building, but I feel like back then, like Black Panther was like one of the first to do it, and he like kind of stealthily takes everyone out before they have to like kind of work together. Oh, nice! You've actually read that issue? I'd never read it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a classic issue for sure, and it's it's something that I've I've only probably read it once or twice, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have anything else to are say you, about it. Yeah, no, I read it. It's cool. with the ease at which he broke into the Baxter Building. No, not at all. It was it was awesome. It's just like a cool moment. It's nice. it's just that classic comics. Like I really haven't read many from like the sixties and seventies, so I'm not too familiar with the exact story. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like I kind of read it a while ago, but. I don't I've, know. I've read uh, whopping zero classic comics. <laughs> <laughs> I've read uh, I've read the like first ten issues of the Hulk back when he was like still gray. Nice. Ooh, yeah, nice. those are cool. I used to buy when like Marvel would you know repackage all their old stuff into like one book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So yes, yeah, so those ones I've read, but no, I've never read actual like original individual issues but yeah black panther up in this mix recently played by chadwick boseman or rest in peace yeah rest in peace king king Uh, chadwick boseman dude he did such an amazing job dude that was such a kick in the nuts when he died yeah it was so yeah so unexpected i'm really glad that they kept it under wraps uh until he passed yeah, and obviously, like, he had clearly had cancer while filming some of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. Just like so much respect for that. Yeah. That he was able to do that. And like you said, that he he kept it like it, that's such a selfless thing to do. He's like, no, I can't let the world know. I'm going to do this and do it right. And no one needs to know about it. Yeah. That's man. That's strength. Seriously. Dude, yeah. Talk about a superhero. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Chris Pratt. We can't. He can't say that shit. Chris Pratt. I've heard. Like, he seems like he's a kind of a douche in real life. So, not Chris every Pratt. Marvel actor. Yeah. 
Uh, I always like his character. I don't know if he seems like a douche. I think, you know what he is? He's a big Republican and he's a big NRA member. And he's uh, just kind of a. I, I said what I said. I think he's yeah. less of a. I think he's less of a douche and more of a himbo, if you know what I mean. <laughs> What's a himbo? It's Explain. a male bimbo. It's like a hot dude that has no brains. Oh, maybe oh, okay. I don't. I don't necessarily. I think. I think honestly, in real life, he'd probably be cool to like have a beer with. You might not oh, agree on his politics. For sure. Yeah, he seems. I'm not saying himbos are bad. I'm kind of him. I'm dumb. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a, <laughs> <laughs> Do you consider yourself a himbo? I'm not hot enough to be a himbo, but I'm <laughs> like himbos are like, uh, I feel like Channing Tatum is probably a himbo, you know? Yeah, I don't I think, I don't know. I think we're hating on good looking guys and calling them stupid. I'm not no. convinced. Good, they probably are. They can't be good looking. <laughs> We're just a bunch of spiteful nerds. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure they're cool dudes. ass. I'm sure they're cool <laughs> ass people, but like, they just seem kind of ditzy. You know what I mean? Like in interviews and stuff like that, they just kind of like seem, I don't know. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? My opinion matters to not at all. They're infinitely more successful than I'll ever be. I'm not (laughs) hating on them. I'm just saying they don't seem like the brightest dudes out there. All right. Well, I'm trying to have them on the show, so I'm not going to talk shit about (laughs) (laughs) you guys out here just ruining our chances in Hollywood when the comics and chronic trilogy gets directed by Christopher Nolan, of course. (laughs) No, he's cool. He's not. Is Christopher Nolan? a himbo i don't think so who knows who knows what he does behind closed doors i don't think he's hot enough to be a himbo (laughs) oh shit we should poll the audience is christopher nolan hot enough to be a himbo (laughs) 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 it's it's the question they've been waiting for us to ask (laughs) i can picture like in the old time like this just in christopher nolan is not hot enough <laughs> Wait, did you guys see Tenet? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard it well, I watched that first like I watched like three different clips on YouTube. One of them was like the opening, like the ten minute thing, and then two of them were just like three minute clips. It looks cool, but I've heard it's really stupid. I think we've, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Exactly. So I, I, now that I'm thinking about this, like Tenant is like the himbo of, of movies. Because it, <laughs> it looks really cool. Like it's a nice looking movie, but oh. I, it's kind of dumb. Like really, what's going on? They're, they're like saying times, I, I didn't get it. I felt like no one got it. And if your movie is too smart that like most people don't get it, I, I feel like that kind of push, pushes it into being stupid. Yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, it, it, it's not that smart if nobody gets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good one, dude. You fooled everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Dude, so, uh, Cody, did you read the Black Panther comics? I read some of them. I honestly didn't get too far because I was with KO. Nice. Um, but I also did a little Wikipedia plot <laughs> 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 summary because I knew I wasn't going to have time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did freshly watch the movie uh, last night with nice. with KO. Nice. Nice. So so I let, let's talk about the movie then because I, I, I that's one of the Marvel movies that I think cr- like cr- changed the like. What do I want to say? No, I don't know what I want to say. <laughs> it kind of made. I feel like it kind of uh, made it be like, oh, superhero movies should be taken seriously. Definitely that. I, I mean, I feel like yeah. yeah. I, you don't think so? That movie in particular said that. No, no. I'm not saying. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying like. Uh, wasn't it one of the first to uh, be up for Best Picture or something like that? Yeah, which I honestly don't think it deserved. Oh, <laughs> no. Best Picture seems like a, a, a huge reach for Black Panther. Yeah, I feel like there's like any MCU movie is a reach to say it's the best picture. The movies are like you know they're they're cool for like their fight scenes, but. What Black Panther, I guess this is what I was trying to say. What Black Panther did really well was like establish its own like pocket of the MCU. That's true. Like 
Wakanda is so unique in the MCU and like it feels alive. Yeah. And a big part of um, the Black Panther lore that I guess I'm not sure if it's more recent or that they started to focus on, I guess, in more modern comics is just the idea of Wakanda being like this powerhouse nation that is light years ahead of everyone else and no one's ever messing with them. Yeah. And That's everyone cool. has to make that mistake over and over again. It's so awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. Wakanda, yeah, they did a cool job, like, setting it up, like... Dude, I just want to say, like, I, I having just rewatched it, that movie's incredible. From, like, the soundtrack, the fucking Kendrick Lamar scored soundtrack and shit. Soundtrack is dope as fuck. Soundtrack's dope as fuck. The action's dope as fuck. They bring up current issues in the way that they're talking about like how uh black people are being exploited all over the world and stuff like that you know um yeah i thought i thought it was interesting that killmonger made a point that's like all right he's not wrong yeah yeah right. that's like exactly. a, that's a that's a dangerous villain or you know it's like he's he is, at that point is he a villain it's just like his methods are fucked up his yeah, you know He's very Magneto esque in that sense. Yeah, he was. He was. He was cool. What I did, I didn't like the name Killmonger. I actually would have preferred if he had like a different name, or like once he donned his Black Panther suit that they called him the Golden Jaguar. I didn't like that he was constantly just Eric Killmonger. The name, the name for me bothered me. Right, and that's literally his name in the comic too. It's just one of those corny, like comic book yeah. sounding names. I, I wouldn't have minded if they, but I also, as a nerd, and like I don't know, I like when people become their characters. I would have liked mm-hmm. for him to be called like the Golden Jaguar or something like that, versus oh, gotcha. the Black Panther. I, I, oh yeah, I get what you're saying because his suit was like his yeah, suit yeah, was yeah, literally it was cool. a golden leopard print. Like mm-hmm. which, his suit was badass. I actually would have picked his suit over the Black Panther suit. Yeah, dude, his suit was sick. Yeah. Um, dude, that and the final fight scene is incredible. So before, well, that's one of like that that actually gets criticized a lot for being way too CGI heavy. Uh, even, yeah, even, for, it is. Even fans of even fans of MCU and Black Panther even argue that like that final fight scene is way too when they're in the trains, you know, the vibranium trains going by. That is just way too CGI heavy. Did you guys feel that way? I mean, I get what they're saying, but I when I'm I was watching the movie like Cody's, I enjoyed it. Like I'm just enjoying yeah. the fight scenes. So even if when I'm analyzing it, that that doesn't that's not a nitpick of mine. Yeah, okay, maybe there is a lot of CGI in that scene, but you know, it it doesn't it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, no, it doesn't I mean, like it doesn't ruin the movie. Or even take me out of the scene. Or, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. Hey, I'm just a fair critic here. I like Black Panther, but I'm not going to let things off the hook just because it's you know popularized by Marvel shills like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a valid criticism, but yeah. it just didn't bother me that much. So I guess what I'm trying to say is fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I just really liked dude. My, that was one of my favorite Michael B. Jordan roles. Uh, yeah, he was sick. He was Michael sick. B. Killmonger. Michael yes. B. Killer, dude. Michael B. Jordan went from playing fucking Wallace on season one of The Wire to Eric Killmonger. One yeah. very lovable character to one. Actually, depends. Like you kind of love Eric Killmonger too, but you love to hate yeah. him. Yeah, you yeah. know what I. I was I was upset that they actually killed him off. I don't know why they had to kill him off. I agree. I thought the same thing. That's my like really my main problem with Marvel with MCU is that they always kill off their villains. Yeah, but then like and then we talked about this with Zod. Like, dude, why do you want these guys to constantly be let allowed to live so they can just constantly break out and do evil shit all over it, again? It and, doesn't and make over sense. again and over again. Right, it doesn't make sense, but it, life I ends, mean, Anthony and Cody. You guys <laughs> have to accept death is a real part of life. No, it's a fictional comic <laughs> universe. It needs to continue forever, so they can't kill them. <laughs> um, I do. You guys remember that tweet that went viral about the girl who broke her braces clenching her jaw over Michael B. Jordan in that movie? What? <laughs> there's a tweet that went viral about this like teenage girl who uh 
was thirsting so hard for Michael B. Jordan that she broke her braces because she was clenching her jaw. Dude, you know how much damage <laughs> that would do to you if you were strong enough to break the bracelet? <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, that's insane. When I, uh, uh, I, when I saw Infinity War in theaters, uh, at, when Spider-Man, you know, died and like phew, got turned into dust, this girl... She must have been like 16, 17, literally went, I'm not going to do it in the mic, but she like screamed, like like bloody murder screamed. And she was like, <laughs> like breaking down, like legit heaving. And I was like, oh, surely this is a joke. And it went on for like 10 minutes. And I like finally turned around. She was like, no, no, no. Like legit freaking out. I was like, all right, like you need to get the fuck out of the movie theater if you're going to act like that. That's, that's ridiculous. And she wasn't like a five-year-old child. She was legit like in 10th grade. Nice. That sounds you know, awful. <laughs> you guys are, I don't know. I have a very, I'm very particular when I am in a movie theater. And if anything disturbs me, I immediately no, get rid of it. No, okay. I agree with that. If that, if that's what you're saying, I agree with that. I, I like though in movies, like when, when I saw Endgame, I mean, the crowd was going wild for the, you know, the biggest moments. And yeah, so yeah, it but just that's feels cool, cool. But like breaking down, heaving <laughs> seems a little, it seems a little excessive. If, uh, for me personally, as somebody who works in public, I feel like if you expect things to be like perfectly undisturbed, you're not going to be happy. Actually, <laughs> I'm very happy. I, and I just that. voice my opinion and I say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna fight by the time this episode's over. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Man, I've seen some obnoxious shit in a movie theater. Like you know, people just taking people just taking calls in the middle of a movie, like yeah, talking. Like <laughs> yes. Um, I think when I saw when I saw Joker, actually, uh, the, the there were like a bunch of like teenage girls in front of uh, me and where me and my fiance were sitting and they uh they were snapchatting the whole movie to each other like you could see it like dude you know like, what i was just like That's this this is killing the entire like see, what like, is even going that, on that it's, would infuriate me it infuriated me like i couldn't focus maybe that's why i was even harsher on the joker than i would have been <laughs> so that's why you hate the joker yeah i'm like <laughs> <laughs> why would you snapchat a movie to the person sitting next to you in the movie th- like what is going through their heads i don't know it bothered me that was dangerous bro i don't know yeah, we we none of us had brains when we were teenagers. No, we were fools. When uh, that's yep. true, yeah, we were dickheads. I I remember being a teenager, <laughs> and when I, me and my friend, we saw the movie Troy with Brad Pitt and Eric Bana when they played Achilles and whatnot. Nice, great movie. And uh, yeah. we saw it at New Rock. Shout out to New Rock City, nice. New Rochelle, New York. New Rock City. Uh, <laughs> New Rock City. <laughs> is, that where, is that where we went? Uh, that one time we played Putt Putt. Yes. Nice. Yes. Glow in the dark. You call it putt putt. Glow in the dark. Yeah, mini golf. Putt putt. Um, Putt putt. Whatever, bros. Back I'm not making fun of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> why, so, why are you so confrontational today, dude? <laughs> I drank a bottle of tequila last night. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, there we go. <laughs> why don't you, you take a hit of your bong or something, man? Speaking of that, I'm going to do that right no, now. No, I think you're right. I'm going to hit my Yeah, stizzy. I should do the same. I'm going to hit my bong, too. Yeah, I ordered on, this um, new new like vaporizer like that i could just put weed in not like it it's not like a cartridge thing like you put like the flower in oh shit and it's supposed to be cleaner than a you know i saw it on reddit and a bunch of people were like recommending it so i figured i'd try it out i'll let you guys know if it's any good i mean i trust reddit they are literally the people that upended the stock market (laughs) in one day so true shout out to those unsung heroes yeah Wall Street bets. Yeah, Wall Street bets. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna puff on my Stizzy. I don't know about you guys, but Stizzy is a dope brand out here, and uh, they make some pretty good shit. Jake, get them to sponsor us. Why do you think I'm mentioning them by name? Stizzy. <laughs> if you vape clean, you vape Stizzy. <laughs> That's You're not right? saying. I just made that up. So. <laughs> 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 dude i uh i don't really like i mean i understand the convenience but i just don't like pens or like that kind of shit very much 
here, buddy. Sometimes like I can only do like now that I'm older, dude, like my asthma can only handle so much. So for me, it kind of helps. It's a little more better than just burning flour in like a joint or some shit. Yeah. Uh, well, man, I guess LA doesn't help that either, right? Oh, with the air quality? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm sitting here with the freshest air. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like West Virginia both has really fresh air because you guys have nice lush like woods, but then you also have like coal mines and shit like that. Yeah, but those are all like dying. So is oh so so is your air quality in West Virginia actually good? Probably. Nice. At least Um, like in areas. There's a lot of like protected land in West Virginia. Jake, did you? Uh, you probably didn't see, but they just made uh, New River Gorge a national forest, so now it's protected. No, I didn't know that, but I like that you're like, hey, did you see like, this very specific West Virginia location? <laughs> yeah, but you've been there. Sorry, I'm, I'm not keeping up on what they designate new national forests. Oh, yeah. Well, I try to forget those times. They're very true. Nonetheless, that's cool. Shout out to what, what was it called? New River Gorge. New River Gorge. New River You're Gorge. now a national forest. You're a treasure to our country, to our nation. Dude, so yeah, what, do we, what do we think is going to happen for Black Panther 2? And here's another question. A lot of people are saying that, or I think Disney's already said that they're not going to recast Black Panther. No. But right. I, I read a really good uh, like thread. This dude argued otherwise that like, and it wouldn't be disrespectful, but like think about like, okay, how many different actors have played Batman? How many different actors have played Superman? Like, why, in all honesty, shouldn't they recast him? At a certain point, I think if they did it now, it's way too soon. You think it's way too disrespectful if they did it right now? Yeah, I think you got to wait until at least. Well, here's the thing. So they already said Black Panther 2, they're going to, like you said, they're not going to replace Chadwick Boseman. So whoever takes the mantle is not going to be T'Challa. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to deal with his death in the movie or something. But I do agree that down the line, they could easily do some multiverse thing, which they're obviously doing with some characters and recast. Yeah. In whatever way they need to. I just think for this movie, it's too soon. I think a lot of people would agree with that. I don't know. You, you don't seem to. Uh, I do. I see. I see both arguments. I think like the next go around, like this MCU Black Panther shouldn't just be recast, but like. At some point, they're going to have to like reboot this, the universe or something and then go ahead. And I think if they wouldn't have said, hey, we're not going to do this, then it, <clears throat> I wouldn't have made a big deal out of it. But I also don't. I don't know. I guess also this could mean like instead of like, you know, let's say they they get to like the next big event. And instead of, um, you know, having T'Challa, you could just have a CGI Black Panther. You know, you don't ever have to show his face, but you can still have his character mm-hmm. without ever changing. You know, if you, you he never needs to take off his mask, I guess, if you want to get around it that way. I think that would work for like a quick like cameo. I mean, not like oh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was also thinking and uh, this is going to hop into little spoilery territory for those that have mm. not caught up. But we're going to talk about WandaVision for a quick second right here. Uh, if we've watched the most recent episode, episode five, or which one yeah. was this week? Six? It was five. Not, yeah, I think it was five. Okay, so episode five, if you watched it, you saw the last scene, which introduced Evan Peters as Quicksilver, as now in get to be an explained form uh, part of the MCU, which is pretty sweet. So, what my theory was going to be, he's like, okay, what if Chadwick Boseman's King T'Challa is dead, right? But if we go with this whole multiverse thing, you can have another actor play Black Panther because, say, he existed in an alternate universe, Black Panther. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you can, there, there are creative ways to work around that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm glad that Marvel isn't uh, pretending. I feel like one of the biggest flaws with Marvel's over older. movies like the fantastic four and stuff like that were that they were afraid that like the nerdier stuff wouldn't do well with the public uh and i feel like with like introducing the multiverse and all of that stuff i'm just trying to say i'm glad marvel is like being willing to do something as outlandish as that shit you know are you talking about fantastic four rise of the silver surfer which is a classic in my opinion 
Yeah, that fucking sucked. <laughs> Wait, classic? Know. Oh, yeah, really? it's a classic. It is an unsung masterpiece. Galactus was just like a cloud. Yeah. Exactly. It was so dumb. It, it, it was an artiste move to not mm. show it's Galactus. It was a shit move. It was a dummy <laughs> move. It was a Warner Brothers DCU move. <laughs> 100%. Again. They're like, what if Galactus was a cloud? Oh, no. A no cloud. I'm just kidding. That movie fucking sucked. But cool. I did kind of like silver surfer and how they handled him it was it was it was you know true to the comics and it, they didn't use all cgi like when he was depowered it wasn't yeah. terrible yeah no i agree there i just think that like they were just like we can't make galactus a giant purple man you know what right. I mean? they didn't have the budget probably or they probably the just ran out of the budget <laughs> you're right back it goes back uh, to your point about Cody calling you know, out Fox studios <laughs> yeah, I'm just full of hate today for some reason. Yeah, it was Chris Pratt, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Fox Studios. Cody's not having it today. <laughs> I woke up and chose violence. <laughs> oh God, God. Quote, quoting memes. I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with it. I don't know. To be honest, I felt bad as soon as I said it. Good, you should, because it's one of my. Oh, actually, here, let me ask you guys this thing, and I forget if I might have asked it. Oh no, I didn't ask it. Okay, okay. So, like two years ago at a comedy show, uh, this dude told a joke, and it was a meme, and I knew it was a meme because I had it. I've even shared it on my Instagram. What do you guys feel about using memes as your own original comedy? I mean, surely you have to hate it, right? Oh, for sure. Like, wait, wh- wait. Sorry, what do you mean as your own original comedy? Like, what do you mean? Okay, so well, first I'll tell you the specific meme that he used. There's this comedian. He said, and I, I literally have it. I can share it with you. It has the date and everything. He said, uh, you know, white people invaded like 90% of Earth for spices, and they don't even use them on their food anymore. And it killed in the show. But I had a meme of that. Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's what I mean, like, yeah, kind of no, I, I think I think that like you can discuss a meme topic, but to if you can make it your own, but to just like repeat a meme word for word is just plagiarism straight up. Yeah, but then that's another thing because it's the internet, and sometimes a lot of these memes don't necessarily have their originators. How do you right? And also, like when you're def- you know, you have to define meme because meme is just something repeating, right? So you know. Comedy oh, has always been about that in some way, right? Are like, saying, oh, a guy walked into a bar. That's a meme. That's a meme. A so guy walks into a bar. That's a big meme, is what you're saying. No, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of memes in comedy. You know, a lot of, I mean, you know, what are other examples of that? Like, you know, a priest and a rabbi, blah blah blah. You know, there's always something like that. That's why a, did the chicken cross the road? Like shit, like that, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. jokes are, I guess, memes in some way when they're like that. You know. So if it just I, I it feel just like me the wrong way that his joke killed so hard and people I was like, yo, that's I, I have it right now on my phone. It's bullshit. Right. But I feel like your example is just like that's just so basic. It's just like anybody can make that Dude, joke. I, I've honestly heard it like of people putting out sketch shows. I've heard other jokes that I know for a fact I've shared as memes being used mm-hmm. as own original sketch or stand up jokes. OK, I think we should, we should we should. Normalize, <laughs> yeah, we should normalize calling those fuckers out. Hell yeah. Well, you're doing it right now. So <laughs> I've only ever remembered their name. <laughs> so I can be spiteful. Well, look at that. You can't remember their name. That's how like forgettable it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But you know what's not forgettable? Black Panthers. <laughs> Dude, so this is a cool fact. I didn't know until Anthony told us that for uh, the the arc Who is the Black Panther was written by Reginald Hudlin, which he directed House Party featuring Kid and Play, which is honestly one of my favorite movies. Dude, that movie's seriously sick. nice. Oh no, I'm not even joking. Like House Party, like legit taught me how to dance and probably very much influenced my attraction to black women because I saw it at such a young age. 
I was just like, well, nice. this that's, is cool. That's amazing. Plus, this kid. is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. It was. It's, it's just, I think, dude, I've watched it since. It holds up. It's a good comedy. It's a I, classic. I haven't seen it, but You've I have seen. You've never seen House no, Party? I haven't, I haven't seen crazy. it. But, but he also, Reginald Hudlin also wrote uh, Baby's Kids, which I used to watch oh, all the dude, time as a kid. I saw Baby's <laughs> Kids. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah, one of those like in the '90s, like every movie was Disney, but then you'd always get like these alternate animation studios that weren't quite like, like Baby's Kids is kind of like crude animation in a lot of ways. If you watch it now, like it's not, it's not perfect. Like, did you ever see like um Rockadoodle? Rockadoodle was sick, right? But it wasn't like a Disney movie, so like no. the animation isn't as crisp. Yeah, you know it what was I'm like saying? Pre DreamWorks too. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea what Rockadoodle is. Dude, it's sick. <laughs> what it's is about it? it's about a Elvis esque rooster. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't remember honestly the entire plot, but I just remember as a kid being like, This shit was fire. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of those. Like, oh my god, I always want to watch Rockadoodle, but I, I really don't remember anything about it. For sure. I know it's kind of like weird, like dark. It's kind of dark. Yeah. I think the kid is sick or something. Maybe that's what it's about. Like, it's like a fever dream. There you go. Because it's like half real world and then half animation, you know, kind of like Page Master. Ooh, are you talking about cool worlds? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that movie is fucking dope. That movie was insane. I, I saw that, like, honestly, probably way younger than I should have ever seen it. And uh, that definitely influenced me because like that much like Jessica Rabbit, like I remember the cartoon girls were hot and then like Kim Basinger would be both human and then turn into a cartoon. And Brad Pitt was like, that shit was like, that was a weird fucking movie. Yeah. I've I've never seen cool world either. I love love cool world. This episode is making it seem like I've never seen movies. (laughs) It's also it's just revealing like how young you are and how old we are. Yeah, we're a bunch of fossils. What Um, is our age difference that much? Really? No way. It's only like five years, four years. How old are you? How old are you, Anthony? I'm thirty. Oh, what? I thought you were like twenty-seven. I was gonna say like twenty-eight. Yeah, I thought you were in your twenties. No, I'm no, a never mind. old man. All right, so it's yeah, not I'm that you're 33. young. It's that you're oh, lame. Okay. Yeah, that's it, I guess. Cool. I just WandaVisioned you. You thought I was 27. I'm like, no, 30. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think... What about... Okay, what about, like, Letitia Wright becoming Black Panther? Because... In that, that Jonathan Shuri, Hickman, right? yeah, Shuri, because in the Jonathan Hickman arc, I didn't read before it, so I obviously missed that. But she does become Black Panther, right? In the comics, right? Yeah, and in the comics, Shuri is like kind of more of a badass. Like, she, yeah, she, yeah, she's not near only it's like a tech gizmo nerd. She's like, right, exactly, fucking kill you. Yeah, exactly. She'll bend the rules more than Black Panther. She's kind of yeah. like more Batmanish in some ways. Yeah, she's hardcore. Dude, she yep. banished her brother to Necropolis to rule the city of the dead. Yep. Which there was nothing in, so it's just like him ruling a bunch of stones. <laughs> well, he rules the dead. That comes into play. Does it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Don't spoil it for me. I obviously didn't read that far. Yeah. Jonathan Hickman's Avengers is one of the most epic. It's my. I think it's my favorite comics run ever. Really? Wow. Yeah. Old statement. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Really? Um, I remember his him being in charge of it, and I'm sure it was great, but that's insane to me. Yeah, it's just so... <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it's so epic, and it weaves in a lot of cool things about Marvel history, and then, you know, multiplies it by a lot, and it just becomes a bigger and bigger story until literally the universe and the multiverse is on the line, you know? And they did it before everyone started doing it too, so it wasn't like how everything is like, it's the Spider-Verse, it's the this-verse, it's, you know... I I don't mind it, obviously. Bring on every single multiverse. But, you know, Jonathan Hickman was like... 
he didn't create it, obviously, but he, he did it when no one else was doing it at the time. So and pulled it off nicely, I think. What are some of your favorite runs in comics, guys? Favorite runs ever? Yeah. I have a couple that stand out off the top of my head. I should. Um, I'm a huge fucking slut for Rick <laughs> Remender's run of Uncanny X-Force is one of my favorite comic runs. Of yes. I, I read that because of your recommendation. Yeah, it's sick. Talk about it. Nice. Tell oh. us about it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Why do you love it, Cody? <laughs> Um, Why is it balls to the wall awesome, Cody? I love it. So I love it because it's like a really weird team of people. Um, It's uh, Wolverine led and it's basically like a black ops team that is like, you know what? We're fucking sick of mutants dying and we're going to kill. We're going to do what it takes to protect mutant kind. And uh, Wolverine. Is is that the the run where their costumes are gray and black? Yes. Nice. I I love seeing that art. I always like those costumes in gray and black. They're sick. Yeah. So it's like Wolverine, Deadpool, uh, Psylocke, Angel, and uh, what's that one dude's name? Phantom X. Phantom X. Ooh, I really like Phantom X. Yeah. Especially in that run. He was so fucking cool. Yeah. By the way, because you mentioned the art, uh, Jerome Pena, he he does a lot of the art for that series, and he's just amazing. Nice. amazing. Shout out to Jerome Pena. Yeah. Seriously, one of the best artists in comics. I love him. Rick Remender works with him a lot, so that yeah. combo is deadly. Dude, I love Rick Remender. Rick, mm-hmm. What's his name? Rick Remender? Yeah. Yes. Nice. I know I want to see play Wolverine, actually. Who? Rick Moranis. That's my runner-up for Wolverine. Dude, his, origin, his origin story was getting punched in the face in yeah. New York. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, did you? See, I guess you saw his audition tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad that he got snuffed like that. Yeah. And yeah. Also, also because he like wasn't in the public eye forever. And yeah. as soon as he came in the public eye, someone decked him. What yeah. the fuck? As soon as he came into the public eye, he got punched in the eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if, if you're listening, Rick Moranis, just stay in your hole. We're trying we to protect you. you. We love you. We yeah. don't want anything we to happen. We love you, Rick. We're pro Rick Moranis on comics. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, super pro Rick Moranis. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Look, I even liked Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Uh, it was a direct-to-video movie. But was I, I was it. about to say, what the <laughs> fuck is that? It's basically <laughs> the worst. Yeah, but it's, it's still, I liked it as a kid. What, yeah. I've never it's, seen that. For good reason. <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. So it came out after Honey, I Blew Up the Kids? Yeah. Jesus. Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was the next logical step. They can't shrink the kids again. They can't blow the kids up because they already did that. So they got to shrink themselves. I always liked that they were considering using the military on a giant baby. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like killing I mean, this innocent I mean, baby. I mean, if any of our presidents were in office, that's exactly how they would handle it. Yeah. The, mom, the mom's like, give me five seconds to talk with my kid. They're like, all right, but if, if it doesn't work, we're nuking him. Yeah. <laughs> we have missiles, we have drone strikes ready to go. <laughs> and so just like in Wakanda, they're ready for anything. <laughs> I like that terrible Terrible segues is becoming a thing in our show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the only way. It's the only way to get back on track. That is dude, true. Um, dude, how about the guard? Are you guys hype about the show, the Wakanda show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be. Sure that Ryan Coogler is behind it, so that's cool. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan Coogler. Yeah. I guess. I- I'm really excited for Black Panther too because yeah, I guess Shuri is going to become the Black Panther, but that's what I think they would do is that she becomes the Black Panther. But how, if I had, sorry, yeah, oh, sorry, I was what just going to say, how do you guys think they're going to kill him off in the movies? Well, so here's the thing, just because like 
going back to like, all right, like Marvel always kills off their villains or whoever. Does he need to die in like a battle? Can he just like die of something? Well, like, I was thinking, right. wouldn't it be dope if they just gave him cancer? <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at the wording of it. If you heard Crazy. that without context, it would be like, "Hey, wouldn't it be dope if they just gave him cancer?" Like, <laughs> no, it's going to be like a five-second preview for the episode. And that's all it is. <laughs> I promise I'm not. I didn't, I think you were trying to make a point though, and that no, it would be cool in the sense that it's reflecting like a. It's not like a superhero threat for once. It's like a real life thing that would happen to a hero it's not like you you know heroes could die like as a you know like anybody else could yes that's exactly what i was trying to say (laughs) (laughs) in all seriousness i i do think you know that's the way i saw it no yeah i I understood and that would be cool to be like he'd also be like the first superhero just not killed in like crazy battle like he just like you know, well, up. I mean, there is a precedent in the comics because Captain Marvel, the original, original Captain Marvel dies of cancer. Good. I don't like the- Captain Marvel. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Any Captain Marvel? No, this no. isn't Carol Danvers if you specifically hate her. Uh, no, I was hating on all incarnations of Captain Marvel. The only <laughs> Captain Marvel I appreciate is Shazam. Oh, bold stance! Don't get me wrong. I'm not. It's not a bold stance because he came first. Captain Marvel was published first before Marvel's Captain Marvel. So yes, dude, you know the story behind like how Captain Marvel became part of the DC pantheon. Let's hear DC shill. Let's hear it. DC shill. Yeah, right. Dude. You guys are Marvel dick writers out here. Hey, I love DC, bro. I'm a I see Kevin Feige's dick poking out of your ears right now. <laughs> I love DC. I just, uh, I'm more familiar. Uh, my favorite, like, I guess group, I, I'm a big X-Men dude. That's, ever since I was a kid, that was like my jam. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm like a huge like ever since I was a kid, like Batman. So No, yeah, I, I know. love Batman too. Yeah. But anyway, back to yeah, let's Yeah, focus. what were you gonna say about Captain so Marvel? It was originally published by a different company. Uh so you had DC and then you had whatever company published Captain Marvel, but DC sued that company for likeness and was like, yo, like Captain Marvel looks way too much like Superman. You can't have him printed that you know, the same because it's just it's the same dude, different costume. And so rather than like so basically what they did is like part of the lawsuit, they just won the character and he belonged to D- the rights went to DC. Right. And I think they didn't use him for a long time. They were like, who cares? We're just, yeah, we they didn't made, want you to have yeah, the rights. Put him on the back shelf and then they started making his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Com- comic books have, comic book companies have a long history of just like shilling creators. Really well, they also like, they also copy each other. I mean, you have Thanos, you have dark side, you have Deadpool, you have death stroke, both of them Slade Wilson, Wade Wilson. <laughs> like, yeah. You have, uh, Wolverine and then you have uh Lobo or whatever his fucking name is. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, so they've always done. Yeah. But I mean, even, even without them, even without them, you have Namor, you have Aquaman, like you have all the same shit. Who do you like more, Aquaman or Namor? I kind of like Namor is like a cooler character. He's kind of like this abrasive, really like cocky asshole in the comics. Yeah, I love that. Uh, there's like a time <laughs> when he like joins the X Men, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I do think like when he, when he debuted, he was like an enemy of like the Fantastic Four and of like yeah. the Avengers and everyone. Well, the thing about Namor is like he—he's one of those those uh, heroes that were like from the literally from the forties. Like he's as old as yeah. Captain America. So I don't even know if he, Marvel created him. He might have been like some random comic company they absorbed. Yeah, Namor the Submariner. I always like yeah. that full name. Also, it's cool that like in his race of like Atlanteans, he's a mutant. He has those like wings on his uh, mm-hmm. ankles. Mm-hmm. Well, some just- consider him the first mutant or one of them. Yes. Really? And not Apocalypse? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Are you guys shitting on the Masterpiece 
Dude, Apocalypse is is one of my favorite villains, and I owe that 100% to the 90s X-Men cartoon. Nice. Yeah, he he was a big part of that. Yeah. He always had the four horsemen. Yeah. That was the coolest thing about him to me. Like, he'll corrupt the heroes to join his squad, and then they're, like, kind of fucked for life, like, especially Angel. Yeah. Yeah. He looks cooler as Archangel. Probably gets way more. Absolutely. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. He had that long blonde hair. He was a stud, regardless. Dude, yeah, but now he's this bad boy emo. Has got an edge to him. He's, he's he is emo for sure. He's emo. like, yeah, yeah, he's just like, oh, woe is me. <laughs> <laughs> I became a monster and killed a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> like the, that's the emo impression. Woe is me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it'd be cool to see Namor as the villain in like the next Black Panther. Have Wakanda go to war with like uh, Atlantis. I feel like it's all but guaranteed that it's got to be Namor. Yeah, or at least start that's to begin so. the process of cameoing him in. You know. Yeah. Like well, yeah. I haven't seen Namor. It's just because I think that they kind of hinted that that was the plan for the sequel a while back. That's kind of why, you know, I don't really have a specific reason, but also like storyline wise, Black Panther and Namor kind of have become like bitter enemies, like over the past decade or so, like always. Uh, What bums me out is uh, that they're not going to be able to do, or at least like not as things now stand, the Black Panther storm romance. Talk about Mm. a power couple in comics. Right. (laughs) (laughs) A power couple. I actually, I think it's cool if they dated. I never really read. Oh no, they're married. Oh, they're married. Is that canon? Or is that just like one specific storyline? No, it's part of it. You know, Reginald Hudlin wrote a a pretty long Black Panther storyline and that's part of it. God damn, Reginald fucking Hudlin from House Party to Black Panther. Yeah, and it's a, uh, it's just really cool. Uh, just because it puts Storm in a lot, she's like one of the coolest mutants for sure, and it like really gives her a chance to shine too. Yeah, they Absolutely. really downplayed her in the Brian Singer uh, X Men movies for show. Absolutely, right? yeah. Storm is one of the strongest mutants on the X-Men. Ooh, who who would you guys cast as new Storm in the MCU? Mo fucking Zoe Kravitz. No, Also, dude, and I, I have a black friend who talked about this, but like, they're kind of overseeing like, or at least like him and his friends were overseeing like lighter versions of Storm. Like they want to see melanin popping okay i've got it i've got it uh what's her name the main the best friend of the chick from insecure dude that's what i was gonna say nice uh i forgot her name but but she plays molly on insecure yeah and molly she, on insecure yeah she would be incredible as storm she's really pretty and and yeah because she is i think she is nigerian Yes, her entire HBO like one uh, one woman act was about her culture and her background. Um, yeah, so she, dude, she was, like that, was a, that one woman act was incredible. Yeah, let's look her up because I don't want to keep just calling her that best friend. Her, yeah. yeah, I don't either. She but deserves gotta better. show respect to that queen. She yeah. deserves better. She does deserve. I, better. I've never seen Insecure, so I don't know. It's what sick. dude? Insecure it's is probably so one of the strongest comedies out there. Nice. Yes. Yeah, Emily started it. We we need to check it out. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's funny. It's very funny. Uh, yeah, I would cast her. I'm trying to think. My pick would be the actress that plays Starfire right now in the Titan series. I don't know who that is. Like she would she would make a great sort. She I don't I don't really know her from anything outside of Titans. I did not watch any of Titans. Yeah, it the show doesn't terrible. look like look that good. It looks like uh, an abomination. <laughs> I, I, I I like it. I don't know. It, it's it gets a lot of things wrong, but it kind of creates its own like alternate Titan universe. And if you accept that, then it works. Because they get some really co- there are cool moments. There's uh, and I think like what I like about it is that compared to like the CW shows, yeah, like. It's almost like in Titans, they introduce a new hero every week as opposed to a new villain. So you kind of get a lot of characters that you recognize. And I don't know. I would I would recommend it, but Doom Patrol is way better. 
Yeah, Dupatrilla is pretty good. Okay, her name is and I'm Yvonne Orji or Orhi. O-R-J-I, however you pronounce her last name, but Yvonne. What? Yeah. What's her name? One more time. I'm sorry. Yvonne Orji. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that. It's O-R-J-I. So I'm not sure if uh, I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm gonna assume I'm not. Yeah. That's safe. One thing we're, we are here on Comics and Chronic is safe. Yeah. <laughs> we don't ever say things that can get us into deep waters and <laughs> tricky conundrums. We tread lightly. Other than but, fuck Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, before this before this thought gets away from me, here here's what I thought. For Black Panther 2, I kind of would like, and I feel like it's very easy to bring him back, if they brought back Killmonger and are just like, look, we don't have a choice. Like, you're the only guy fit to lead us. They brought him back from the dead? I mean, Black Panther, T'Challa was resurrected. Yeah, where does this happen? Yeah. I was not talking about weird, I'm talking about tired tropes is my thing. Mm. I feel like so you're saying any okay. hero is kind of just like yeah, yeah. no point to it, dude. Yeah, I, if, I just think it's it's a it's a lame. I think it's lame writing. If they are aren't they doing that with Captain America? It kind of I'm. I hope not. What? What do you is mean? It, isn't Cap coming back? No. Yeah, but well, yeah, there was a rumor, but we don't gonna, know. Yeah, what. But, yeah, and they don't know how it could be as like a cameo and like a dream. You know, uh, it's like it could be a, a previous shot. I don't think he's coming back and like. Yeah, doing it over. Speaking of Cap, dude, did you see the f- new Falcon and what Winter Soldier trailer that dropped? Looks yep. dope. Dude, it's fire. Dude, was that Baron Zemo? That was yes. Baron Zemo up in that ish. <laughs> and he Sorry. has a mask. He's got that mask. He's got the more accurate mask, which I like. Yeah. Yep. And it just looked real. You know, it looked like an MCU movie that we're going to be able it to watch. It does look like a movie. That's, that's the crazy part. It looked really good. Yeah. yeah, dude, I love what they're doing with WandaVision. Yeah, dude. Yep. So, should we talk so about that? I rewatched <laughs> the first four episodes because I watched it through with KO, and then we watched the fifth one together. And dude, holy shit, it's just so good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I I watched episode five twice. It was just. It's, it's cool that they showed that she broke into that shield facility to steal uh, Vision's body. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy that she's going so mad, so crazy. Yeah, like what's the deal? Also, right. what's up with Agatha or Agnes? Whatever. Supposedly she's Agatha, but with uh, that little scene where she like, "Hey, want to do that take again?" Right. Like, that was a that's weird why, little. That's why I think she's Agatha because if she's Agatha Harkness, who's like in the comics is Wanda Scarlet Witch's like mentor and like kind of the one who takes care of her, it would make sense if she's in that world, just making sure she doesn't officially snap or is at least there to like pick up the pieces. Yeah. Did you notice that in this episode, the mailman was that dude who went through the sewer? No, I knew I was like, why are they focusing on the mailman? Yes. But I didn't. It's, 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 yeah. it's that dude who in the previous episodes they showed, uh, you know, uh, went through the tunnels and whatnot. Uh-huh. So yeah, that, what I really, that was cool. Yeah, I didn't notice that. What? Okay, so one of my favorite moments about the episode was when um, Monica, they were like having the briefing and Monica's like, oh, well, we know Wanda could have beat Thanos one-on-one. She, he just blitzed her. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah that was cool. And she looked like in the movie, she was about to fuck him up. Exactly. And he's like, well, Captain Marvel also got pretty close or, or also put some dents in him. And uh, she was like, her look was kind of cool too because it's kind of hinting that maybe... What when the Captain Marvel movie comes out, there's something going on between them that we haven't seen yet. Oh, like it's referencing something that hasn't come out yet, but obviously happened in the past. Yeah. I think that's cool. That's why I love the MCU. Like it changes how you watch every single movie. Yeah. That is cool. And then of course the creme de la creme at the end there, that fucking Quicksilver cameo. Ooh. Man, that shit was cool. So now it opens up like, all right, like, okay, like how so you know what I was thinking? Is it that in the in the entire MCU that we've been watching the past ten years, mm-hmm. the heroes we've seen those are the heroes of this specific universe. Meaning, in this universe where Robert Downey Jr. was, you know, Iron Man, whatever, there is no X Men. But in a in a in an alternate universe of Earth, the heroes are like X Men and who knows other characters. And maybe there is no Avengers in that universe. And then they're, right. they're going to blend the two because I get the impression that Ooh. like there never was an X Men in the MCU we've, we've been watching. 
Right. You know what? I didn't even think of that. And now that you say that, it's it's making me think of something I thought of, which is like, so Quicksilver comes in at the end, but the big thing is that it's not Aaron T- Taylor Johnson, it's Evan Peters, Peters. Yeah. which is something we talked about in the first episode. So we knew it was going to happen kind of just yeah. through, you know, casting rumors and stuff like that. But I feel like she wasn't lying to Vision when she said, you know, I didn't do that. Like maybe she meant to bring back Pietro in some way, subconsciously or whatever, but she brought back the wrong one. So to back to what you were saying, the way she looked at him, maybe maybe it's like, wait a minute, you know, where this is not my Pietro. Where is he from? Like yeah. what's going you know, maybe we're gonna learn more about that. Yeah. And then one more thing about that, and then I'll shut up about Quicksilver. Please um, do. <laughs> <laughs> I like Quicksilver. But okay, I didn't catch it the first time, but the second time I watched it, the way he was he looked he looks at Wanda and does this like little head nod thing. Which if you watch Age of Ultron, Pietro is always doing kind of annoyingly. Like every time he like talks to someone, he kind of like tilts his head in this it's not dramatic, but it's kind of like a character quirk. Yeah. And he doesn't in that way. So that that was interesting to me the second time around because I was like, huh, you know, like, is it him with a different face? Is it like Evan Peters is just like, you know, uh, we understand it's him from the Fox universe, but that's just kind of like the WandaVision um, inside joke. Like in the real world, he won't look like that. You know what I mean? Hmm, maybe. Because things change when you leave the bubble. They've established that. That's true. Yeah, and it's cool that like Wanda, when she came out of the bubble, knew what was up. She was like, leave me the fuck alone. This is my alternate world I'm making. And they're like, damn, dog. I didn't know she was aware of what she was doing. And it's cool that like... Well, that vision even called her out and they had like floated yeah. and almost went at it. Yes. Well, the scene where she comes out of the bubble, that was very reminiscent of a scene in X-Men, the original one with where Magneto turns the guns on the cops. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. is that a nod? Damn. Yeah. Is that, a, about that is it a sign of things to come? Is Magneto going to be a cameo we're not ready for? Which Magneto? Ian McKellen? Michael, Michael Fassbender? Fassbender? That would be sick. That would be sick. I want yeah. Ian McKellen. <laughs> Yeah. Jacked I Ian like McKellen. Jacked Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Nice callback. That's for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> for those loyal listeners. <laughs> Dude, I just want to touch on the fact that Evan Peters' Quicksilver would wash Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver. Yep, wash. so keep him. Wash. Please keep him. Yeah. I love that. There, yeah, it's just, yeah, he's such a better one. Aaron Taylor Johnson was whatever, but he's like, like, oh, you didn't Peter's see that coming, and then yeah, what is he like yeah, a fake, like, like Super Mario? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a me, Quicksilver. Um, one, thing one thing I'm hoping is that I'm hoping that when they bring in, uh the X-Men, they don't take away I don't I hope they don't make it as like silly as some of the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like have a different kind of flavor, you mean? Have a different Yeah, I, like, yeah, because X-Men historically for them other than like Deadpool, like there's always comic relief, but like it's tends to be a little more of a grittier uh because it's like a modern or it's like a a comic uh take on racism you know yeah so yeah i don't know it's always x-men t- tend to run a little darker than like the avengers i feel like that's I true might be- in in x-men there was like legit hate crimes against the mutants right and they'd be like yeah you dirty mutie which was like their equivalent of like the n-word or anything else i'm really interested to see what they're going to do with the x-men movies because the x-men comics now are so different than they've been in a long time are they really how because they did this whole thing where, like, they created this mutant nation uh, on Krakoa, and all mutants live there freely, and you access it through portals that only mutants could access. And like, what? Professor Xavier and Magneto run it with a council. We should do a whole episode about this. You guys would love this yeah, this comic. Sounds. It cool. kind of reboots the X Men in a cool way. Not really a reboot, but basically, all the villains are allowed to be on the X Men. So Apocalypse joins them. Like, it's not oh, just, you know, I've seen pictures, I think, because I've seen pictures of Apocalypse with X-Men, like not fucking them up. Yeah, right. Because they're on a council, like Mr. Sinister's on the council. Dude, I love Mr. Sinister. Yeah, they need, he's great. They need to do him in the movies. Yeah, I really do. I hope he's like the first villain they use. Oh, man, he's so great. Did you know who I'm ready to see? Fuck it. You know, who? Oh, sorry. 
No, uh, who are you Miley Cyrus. That too. And she <laughs> might even be, she might even be able to play this character since they're both blonde. But I want to see Omega Red. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Miley Cyrus is Omega Red. <laughs> That's the Russian <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what I want. I want to see a fan art of Miley Cyrus as Omega Red. <laughs> if you're listening out there, anybody artistic, do that for us. Yeah, yeah. Be beautiful. <laughs> like, uh, Omega <laughs> <Canada> Montana. Montana. <laughs> like during the during the day, Omega Red just it looks like Omega Red, but he just has a wig on. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's singing, but he still has like the tentacle arms. Yeah. Going <laughs> he can't get rid of like the Omega symbol. It's always focused yeah. yeah. Dude, no, that's that's just that's just tattoo. <laughs> oh yeah, like the shoulder pads, like a sick jacket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's thriller jacket. I find yeah. it. <laughs> Dude, but I've always liked Omega Red. He, he's a cool looking character. Yeah, yeah, same here. He's all style, uh, no substance. You, yeah. uh, what do you mean? As far as like what? He's like, like Jack Dr. Octopus. Yeah, he's just like kind of one dimensional. Uh, he is one dimensional, but he's a cool villain. Like, no, I'm not saying he's bad. I love Omega yeah. Red. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he's style over substance in the best way. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's just like thrown in the comics like, uh, he looks cool. Let's use him. Yeah. Right. And this he does, he does look design. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, speaking <laughs> of design, he was actually, dude, Omega Red was created by Jim Lee. I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It makes sense. Jim he's Lee. like such an extreme looking 90s character. Yeah. Dude, Jim Lee's, dude, speaking of 90s, Jim Lee's 90s run on X-Men is probably some of the sickest shit I've ever read. It's nice. incredible. It was like one of my introductions to comics too. Nice. Yeah. The art is sick. I love Jim Lee's comic book mm-hmm. art. Oh, his, his Cyclops is so iconic yeah, to me. Yeah, dude. Iconic. The, the, the yellow strap going across the chest. Yep. Dude, the best Cyclops. I kind of like, I mean, I think you're supposed to, but I kind of just hate Cyclops. Like, <laughs> I think you're supposed to. He's just kind of like, I don't know. You want to talk about one dimensional. Like Cyclops is kind of just. No, like, I disagree. He's, no. he, he's gone through like an insane range. He's, yeah. he's, he becomes a villain. Like. Cyclops is actually like the way, yeah, exactly. The way they've made him out to be and the way he is now, he's kind of like Magneto Jr. He's way, like he's really? Magneto with, he's like, he's like a very good mix of Xavier and Magneto, but I feel like he leans more Magneto, but like he always, it's like he never has to talk to anyone else because he has Xavier's, you know, ideas in his head, but he has like, he realizes what Magneto has meant this entire time. Like he knows how right he is. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's why I like Cyclops. Like, great, he could be the Boy Scout, like older Cyclops especially. But he's also been through a lot of shit, and he's the leader of the X Men, and yeah. he gets shit on a lot. So I Good. hope the MCU does him justice. I, he's I, cool. I'm, I'm glad he gets shit on. He shoots red lasers from his eyes. How much cooler can you get? Red lasers. They're not even lasers. They're concussive blasts. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, Dude, they're sick. <laughs> he's pretty cool. Now he's cool looking. I would say he's cool <laughs> his costume so, is sick. So he's a himbo. Ooh, total himbo. I'm trying to swirl us back to Black Panther somehow. <laughs> Dude, speaking of himbo, Mbaku is dope. <laughs> oh, yeah, hell yeah. He was a great character. Mbaku's cool. Yeah, I think he, I feel like he's cooler in the movies than he is in the comics. Well, in the comics, yeah. he's kind of a more of a he's villain. He's a villain, yeah. Yeah, man ape. Yeah, he's yeah. a pretty racist villain name. <laughs> yep. Man, yeah. yeah. It's not a good... I think that's why they chose just to go with Mubaku. Yeah. Well, yeah, He. I think his like, lair or where he lives just looks like a giant like, yeah, ape skull. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Skull and Island. He, and he's just like a... Uh, I like skull that Island. he's just like a big old brute. Yeah. Big old brute. Beefcake. But he also comes back for like the big fights, so you respect him. Like he comes back during a. He's always down to throw down. Oh, Infinity War! Like he helped. Dude loves to throw. He loves to swing on fools. Yeah, dude. He just because who other than T'Challa, who's gonna fuck with him? Yep. Yeah. Seriously, he just lives in that world. He lives in his shadow, but that doesn't make him like a nobody. Yeah. 
He's gonna f- fuck some people mm. up. I would, I would, I would like if he became if he got the mantle of Black Panther, I'd be okay with it. I think that is definitely <laughs> not happening. But I no, would, no way. I wouldn't <laughs> mind just giant beefy Black Panther. Ooh, why not? No, I mean the Brock be- Lesnar of, Bla- of Black Panthers, <laughs> dude. Brock Lesnar is Black Panther. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Dude, I loved Andy Circus as Claw. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Jake? <laughs> so I was picturing, like, for a comic that there would be in Wakanda, like, this, you know, a rite of passage scene. Uh, a bunch of young Wakandans going out into the wilderness to do whatever, whether it's hunt or something. And kind of like in the scene in Jurassic Park 2, I want them to be in like the plains of, of Africa and whatnot, like tall grass. And you see a bunch of like these like Wakandan teenagers getting like picked off one by one. So you automatically think like, all right, like it's got to be like a cheetah or a lion or something. And it turns out to be like Sabretooth. And he's like That'd hiding. Nice. Yeah. Because I always like Sabretooth. Well, he's, his coloring would match that of the plains. He's like brown and yellow. Yeah, dude. I love Sabretooth. Yeah. I didn't hate Leave Schreiber as Sabretooth. I didn't hate it either. I just wish he was bigger. Like Sabretooth going forward would be yeah. a character I would like to see CGI. I don't want him CGI? to be. Yeah, I want him to be like. What about Brock Lesnar? No, nah, dude, Sabretooth, like in the comics, he's like legit like nine feet and huge. I want I want to see like a dude, like how they did Juggernaut in Deadpool 2. Yeah, dude, that was sick. That, oh, that's I what I want to see, like done to. That's what I want to see done to Sabretooth so that it looks more comic accurate. Dude, the Juggernaut fight in Deadpool Two was great. Yeah, that, that was, was a good great. one. I just love Juggernaut, man. X Men had some dope, had a dope rogues gallery. Well, guys, listen, this was a great episode. I love talking comics with you. I love uh, smoking chronic with you, and uh, I think our <laughs> next episode is going to be really cool. <laughs> People are people are going to be in for a surprise for the next episode. They don't know what's coming. Uh, we're not going to tell you what's Jake, coming. Jake, is that your alarm, my guy? <laughs> yeah, that was my alarm. alarm. <laughs> Jake's got to go, but you're going to want to tune in the next episode. We guarantee it. Yeah, you really got to tune in. Sick. All right, I'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> 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 for a couple minutes even though yeah.